How's everybody doing this morning? My, 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 I look terribly washed out in that. We'll have to fix that. But uh, anyway, hey, it is the uh, the Friday before Christmas. <clears throat> and that means that on Monday when we have Christmas, uh, I am not going to be here. Uh, I encourage you to not be here. Uh, I'm going to take the opportunity to uh, sleep in just a little bit and... Uh, rest a little bit, and uh, we're going to have all kinds of different things uh, going on in in our family and household, so uh, I'm going to take the time to to spend a little bit of of extra uh, sleeping and enjoying and uh, the the things that happen on Christmas morning, and the same will be true on New Year's morning. Uh, New Year's morning will be the uh, the day after our anniversary, uh, we got married on December 31st, uh, 
35 years ago. And uh, so we'll be celebrating uh, that time, actually speaking out in Winslow on uh, that Sunday morning. And uh, the following Sunday morning, going to be down at Bayshore Baptist. So uh, a couple more local areas than driving all the way up to Millinocket. But uh, uh, so... Uh, keep it all going, keep it all busy uh, as as we need to do. So anyway, I'm going to look at different Christmas characters this morning. <clears throat> That's my thought uh, to to just consider some of the different Christmas characters and their response to Jesus and their response in worship. And, uh, and I do want to say uh, Merry Christmas to all of you and... Uh, I'll say that at the, again this morning at the end of the broadcast as well. Say uh, good morning and uh, God bless you, everyone. Uh, one of our favorite, what are some of your favorite Christmas movies? That, that's a question I would have for you this morning. Um, one of our favorites is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, we love that movie and uh that's a family favorite. That's a tradition for us oftentimes on Christmas Eve to watch the Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, we like White Christmas. Of course, there's all kinds of the new Hallmark romance Christmas movies that are out there. Um, but in the comments, go ahead and put some of your favorite Christmas uh, movies, and uh, I'll be beginning to move us into some conversation about the various Christmas characters uh, that we have looked at and uh, uh, and considered uh, the last few days. Anyway, so uh, just letting you know those things uh, and what we're going to be doing. Sorry, I'm a little bit scattered here. There's something that's just not quite acting right in my system and not, not my personal system, uh, but the computer system here this morning is a being just a little bit funky, and uh, I'm trying to uh, figure out what is going on. So uh, Don says, I like the real version of Jack Frost. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a, yeah, and listen, I, I don't believe in Santa Claus. I think you all know that. Uh, as you know, what what we make him today, I do believe there was a fictional, not a fictional. I do believe there was a, a real Saint Nick, and and we've talked about that. Those types of things in years gone by. I'm not going to rehearse them again today. Uh, that uh, that did good and gave gifts and those types of things. And I'm starting to look more and more like him. <laughs> I thought about wearing uh, red this morning uh, just for that reason. But I don't have quite the right color. It's like a dark wine color red you have to wear, and not the not the bright candy apple red. Uh, anyway, you 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 didn't tune in for this. Any of you didn't tune in for this. You tuned in for consideration of uh, teaching and Bible characters, and uh, so I mean, it started out in the book of Matthew when we were in Matthew chapter one, and we had the genealogy, and there are all the the characters of the Old Testament uh, who who knew about uh, Jesus coming and who were a part of that uh, that lineage, and as you look into uh, Matthew chapter one, we consider the genealogical record that you're looking at there right now, and 
all those people looking forward. They didn't know that he would necessarily be named Yeshua. They knew he would be HaMashiach. They knew he would be the Messiah. They didn't necessarily know his name would be Jesus. They knew he would be Emmanuel. So you have all the Old Testament characters. And then you jump down to uh, later on in the passage in Matthew chapter 1, and we see uh, we see Mary, uh, and we see more specifically Joseph, the husband, a righteous man, not wanting to expose her to public disgrace. But then what else do we see? Uh, we see an angel of the Lord appearing to him, and many believe that this angel of the Lord is most likely Gabriel, and he is one of the few angels who are named uh, in, in the text of Scripture. Uh, So likely we have Gabriel appearing, and wow, that camera is just really off this morning. I guess I'm not going to worry about it. But we have we have Gabriel appearing, giving this announcement, this this fantastic, uh, fantastic announcement uh, to to Joseph. And this is very very personal, very private. Uh, it said in verse 20, uh, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. So we have it in a dream. This isn't even necessarily the the public, uh, not public, the, the, the awake uh, experience that Mary would have. This was in a dream, but it was very, very clear. I mean, I, I think that the words were, uh, I, I think that the, the words were direct. I think that Joseph understood every word that was being said to him in this dream. Uh, and because it tells us then in verse 24, it says, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. So you have all the Old Testament characters looking forward to the birth of Jesus and, and many of them looking forward in faith. And, and so that faith causing them to have righteousness, that, that faith being credited to them as righteousness. So many of the Old Testament characters, somebody asked, well, you know, if the only way of salvation is through Jesus and, and, and even tribal peoples who don't hear about Jesus and can't believe in Jesus won't be saved, which is the position that some take. What about the Old Testament characters? Uh, they, they were looking forward to, uh, Hamashiach. They were looking forward to the Messiah. Uh, my personal position, even on tribal peoples is if, if their hearts are aligned to be seeking after a God that can be known, as revealed through creation and, and revealed through what he has written in the code of man in terms of conduct. And I, I do believe that, that it's entirely possible that, that their longing is for Jesus, but they haven't heard about Jesus yet, and, and that the Lord would be merciful to those tribal people uh, who've never heard about Jesus, but whose hearts are aligned and ready for Jesus, uh, that, that they too would be saved. That, that, that's a whole other theological road down which we'll walk sometime on some of those sticky issues of theology, if you will. But here we see these characters that we've referenced beginning of Matthew chapter one. Now we see the angel, we see Mary, we see Joseph, and Joseph followed through on what was told him. Uh, it simply said when he woke up, he did what the angel 
of the Lord had commanded him. So he was obedient to go and do the very thing he was told to do. Now, if you go into chapter 2, it jumps ahead a couple years. Uh, and, and so we're not going to go to chapter 2 of Matthew yet because it, it, it doesn't cover the shepherds. So we're going to go into Luke and consider uh, a couple other people around this time that we haven't even talked about. And again, this is all fly over very quickly. There's the, the birth of John the Baptist, Zechariah, and Elizabeth, who were part of the story. And <clears throat> it was in the time of King Herod of Ju- uh, Judea. There was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Ab- Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Aaron would be the priestly line. Uh, both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and regulations blamelessly. I mean, they, they were really trying to live out their faith in obedience as Jewish people. It says they had no children. Elizabeth was barren, but they were both well along in years. But once when Zechariah's division was on duty, he was serving as a priest before God, and he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. When the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Again, this is happening at a time of worship. And he is in there to light the incense. And it says in verse 11, Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was startled and gripped with fear. But the angel said, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. You are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. And then this kind of Nazarite vow that that he is to this be thrust upon his life. He's never to take wine, which the indication and implication of that is that they did take wine, um, but he was never to take wine or other fermented drink like apple cider or anything else. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. I mean, the people of Israel will, will, will he bring back to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Now, we know this is Gabriel, speak, Gabriel speaking because down in verse 19, it says the, when Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? Verse 18. Uh, I'm an old man, and my wife is well along in the years. In other words, you know, we're, we're, we're well past childbearing years. The angel answered, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I've been sent to speak to you to tell you this news. Sent by who? Sent by God. I mean, if God says something's going to happen for you, it's going to happen. And, and the story continues, and I'm just doing a quick flyover. So Elizabeth, Zechariah, they're a part of this. Uh, story. There's something marvelous that will happen uh, in relationship to them. So at around the same time, or actually perhaps a few months later, uh, you pick up in verse 26. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a, a town in the Galilee, uh, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man. And so now we see Mary having this encounter with the angel. Uh, so she was pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. We know this. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. 
It says, Mary was greatly troubled his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. And the angel, Gabriel, says, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. You are to give him the name Jesus. This goes on in this uh, discourse between the two. Uh, and Mary's conclusion to the matter is the same as Joseph's. Joseph went away and did what the Lord told him to do. And Luke verse uh, chapter 1, verse 38 says, uh, Mary says, uh, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. It says, then the angel left her. And our response to say, I am the Lord's servant. I will do what the Lord has told me. Now, continuing in this, you see Mary visiting Elizabeth. Uh, At the time, Mary got ready and hurried down to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting. Now, this this is cool. Look at the response. Verse 41. The baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, this baby knew what was going on. This baby in the womb, upon hearing the voice, leaped in the womb, an act of worship. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. This is a spiritual time, a unique time. And it says, in a loud voice, she exclaimed, exclaimed, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? She understood, uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit, she understood that Jesus would be the Lord. Uh, as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. Mary's excitement, Elizabeth's excitement, even the baby in the womb, his excitement. That has something that that you could uh, definitely connect to abortion, but we're not here to discuss that this morning. And you read Mary's song of praise called the Magnificat. And uh, we see her worship. And Mary said, this is during her exchange with Elizabeth, Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of a servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He's brought down rulers from the thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He's filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and to his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months, then returned home. Now, remember, why why three months? Why, why not go home and be with Joseph? They're not married yet. That's why. And uh, so she is staying with Elizabeth during this time. And the Luke uh, 1 will continue explaining the birth of John the Baptist uh, and what happens. But but now you see Gabriel. Uh, we, we, uh, we see all the Old Testament characters. We see Gabriel. We see Joseph. Uh, we see Elizabeth and Zechariah. We see Mary. We see John in the womb leaping. We hear Mary's song of praise, the Magnificat, 
And that is her response. Well, well, who else? Who else do we have? Uh, we looked at this yesterday in Luke chapter 2. Uh, you have Caesar Augustus. Um, and then you have the shepherds living in the fields. And, and now you go well beyond uh, just Gabriel making an announcement, or an angel making an announcement. Many believe this is Gabriel making the announcement. Uh, when it when it says uh, there were shepherds living on the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night, this is near Bethlehem. Uh, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. The glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified. But the angel, singular angel, said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign. You will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. And suddenly, now this is this is another phenomenal part, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. And we know that the shepherds would hurry off and go find Jesus um, where it says in verse 15, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Then what did they do? Their response, verse 17, to spread word concerning what had been told them about this child. So, I mean, they're, they're spreading the word. They're talking about, you know, what they saw, what they heard, what they experienced. And, and, and now they are telling other people about this and, I mean, that's what we're to do. That part of our worship is witness. You know, worship isn't just singing songs. Worship isn't just being in church on Sunday. Uh, you've heard of uh, Elf on a Shelf, right? How about you and a pew? That's that. That's another one. And uh, you, you can have elves on shelves, but uh, better to have you and a pew on a Sunday is a better thing. I saw that yesterday. I thought it was pretty good. I thought I'd share it with you. Um Mary's treasuring these things in her heart. I mean, do we do what do we do in our worship? That, that's part of where I want to go. I mean, uh, Herod didn't worship. Herod worried. Uh, Herod, we know, would bring about the, the death of the innocents and would have all these boys two years old and younger killed so that he could kill the king of the Jews, but did not know that Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, Jesus had escaped down to Syrian-controlled Egypt at that time, a part of the, 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 the uh, uh, not Syrian-controlled, Roman-controlled, sorry, uh, uh, Syrio-Greco, now the Romans were controlling that part, still part of the Roman world, but they'd escaped to Egypt. So there's the escape, but, but the worship, all these things taking place, uh, these characters and, and how they worship and how they obeyed and... Uh, how they witnessed and, and all the things that they continued to do. Well, continuing in Luke chapter 2, there's a few other characters that we did not consider. Let's look at these other characters. Uh, when the time of their purification according to the law of Moses had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Uh as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons, Jewish customs. Uh, now there was a young man 
not a young man, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was waiting for Hamashiach. He was waiting for the Messiah, the consolation of Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he'd seen the Lord's Christ. So moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the law, what the custom of law required. Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you've prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. Let me move it, move the screen here. It says the child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, the child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too, speaking to Mary. And we know that this would happen. It says there was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. <laughs> I love is if as if it weren't enough just to say she were old she were she was very old she had lived with her husband 7 years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84 so you know probably around the age of 14 15 got married uh and was married till 21 22 and now uh she is 84 so you subtract 22 from 84, and you have 62 years living uh, with, without a spouse. She never left the temple, but worshipped day and night, fasting and praying. There's something about this woman that, that we could really press into about her earnestness and her devout uh, practices. It says, coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. So completely notable what's taking place here. Just absolutely incredible. I mean, you have Simeon, the old man. You have Anna, uh, the, the old prophetess, who is very old. And uh, the worship that they express. Now, there's there's the last characters that, that we'll real quick consider uh, are the the wise men. Uh, the Magi, if you will, who were talked about over, and we looked at them already, uh, who were in uh, Matthew chapter 2. So they show up. We, we, we've read some of this earlier. Uh, I'm going to pick up partway through just because of the sake of time. Uh, they were sent to Israel, and uh, to, to Jerusalem, I'm sorry. Go make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me that I too may go and worship. Well, Herod's goal wasn't to go and worship him, not at all. Uh, his goal is to go and kill him. After they'd heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And it's interesting that they were the ones seeing the star. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. And they bowed down and worshipped. They opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and 
incense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to the country by another route. So, Mary, Joseph, angels, shepherds, wise men, Herod, who didn't worship, Simeon, Anna, Elizabeth, Zechariah, the baby John in the womb, all of them worshiping. And for us, this is just a great reminder of what we should be doing this Christmas season and every Christmas season, that we would be worshiping, that we would be witnessing, uh, regardless of our situation, uh, here, I mean, you consider Anna, 62 years a widow. Uh, and, and you think of, of her and, and the loneliness that she could have had. She filled up in prayer, devotion, and worship. Simeon, well along in years, who kept waiting and waiting and waiting and finally got to saw the, got to saw, got to see, he finally saw the consolation of Israel, Yeshua HaMashiach. The shepherds witness the wise men uh, and the gifts that they gave to Jesus. There's so many things we can pull out of this in terms of what is our response to Jesus at Christmas. I know some churches, uh, they they take an extra offering at Christmas time, and they call it the Christ birthday offering. And they they encourage people, look, you're going to go out and spend $1,000 or $500 or $200 or whatever on your your Christmas gifts. Uh, Why not? give that same type of a gift to Jesus over and above what you would regularly do. Some who would do that, that's a conviction. And some churches that will follow that uh, as instruction for for placing a greater emphasis on Jesus than we do on all the gifts that we buy. All these things, all these thoughts, so much that we can do to respond, to, to ponder things in our hearts as Mary did, to obey as Joseph did, to offer gifts as the wise men did, to go tell others as uh, as the shepherds did, to, to, to sing songs, if they even sang it. I actually didn't say that they sang songs in the book of Luke, but, 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 the, but the angels, this vast multitude of angels there were worshiping. Christmas is a time to worship. We, we've considered all these different characters this morning, all these different people. And I just want to encourage all of us to be people who also worship our King this time of year. Lord Jesus, in the midst of all the the Christmas decorations and the lights and the gifts and the fruitcakes and all the things that we do, Lord, help us to place you front and center. Help us to worship you as you deserve our worship. Help us to witness for you, as you deserve our witness. So friends, I want to just wish you uh, and all of you a very Merry Christmas. Uh, I'll be back next Tuesday, and we'll pick up on Tuesday somewhere. I'm not sure where we're going to go quite yet, uh, but we'll pick up somewhere next Tuesday. But I hope that you have a fantastic uh, weekend, a fantastic Christmas, uh, fantastic time with family and friends 
and a fantastic time worshiping Jesus. Have a very Merry Christmas.